When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Well, a lot of people had some rough weekends, but I don't think anybody had a better weekend than Christopher Arthur Canty, who's here this morning. Let's go, a, Lake Show. Let's he, go, baby. He has got a bounce in his step, to yes, say the least. Yes, and I'm one game closer to you gifting me a bottle <laughs> of Johnny Walker Blue. Now, I, I put the offer out there yesterday, but yeah. I'm going to let the listeners in on our little wager. I told you if you wanted to tap out early mm-hmm. with our bet, me going with the Lakers, you going with the Memphis Grizzlies. If you want to tap out early and give me a bottle of Michter's bourbon instead of Johnny Walker Blue, I would gladly accept it. But that's on you, big fella. Yeah, no, I know. And uh, right now, no. I think it would be a gutless way out on my part for me to do that. Now, if you tell me that Ja's or, not or, playing or in smart, game two. Or smart, because you'd be saving 50 bucks. <laughs> well, if Ja ain't playing in game two, we might have a different answer tomorrow. Anyway, let's roll. Here we go. Only one place to start. Reeves for three straight away. Good! There was a Lakers spread everywhere in the half court. Reeves up top by himself makes it a six-point game. And game one is all Los Angeles. The final, 128-112. to Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That game ended in an ugly fashion for the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know that it could end much worse from the mm. standpoint of losing John Morant midway through the fourth quarter to then seeing the Lakers go on a 15-0 run to end the game. Jaws out of the game, and they're still hanging around. They're still right there until that run. At the end, Austin Reeves and Rui Achimura. That was the game plan. Let them shoot, and they beat the daylights out of the Memphis Grizzlies yesterday. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the Lakers bench being able to gift you 39 points, and of course Hachimura having 29 of that, but when you have that kind of depth and you have the position versatility that the Lakers do with their guys two through four, then all of a sudden you're going to find a hot hand, and that's exactly what LeBron and the rest of the Lakers did. They found Austin Reeves cooking in the fourth quarter. They found Rui Hachimura in different spots in the games, and he was able to knock down open shots. And we talked about this coming off of the play-in game against the T-Wolves. That was one of the worst shooting performances from the supporting cast that we had seen from the Lakers, and there were question marks on whether or not these guys would be able to step up and make big shots because these guys had not been in this spot. They had not played playoff basketball. Like, Rui Hachimura was with the Wizards. He ain't seen a lot of playoff basketball. Austin Reeves, young player, hadn't seen a lot of playoff basketball. Like, you were wondering how these guys would respond, and you got exactly what you were looking for in terms of what Rob Palenka was trying to reshape this team into at the trade deadline. Oh, 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 but somebody wasn't surprised. LeBron James wasn't surprised. Listen to him after the game when he was asked about Austin Reeves' performance. It's not surprising to me. I knew from the first practice that we had when we grabbed him that he wasn't going to be a two-way player for long. But then a couple of weeks went by. I knew he was going to get a guaranteed contract at some point. I just, I just know I've been around the game long enough to know great basketball IQ players, and I know the type of players that fit with my game. and And I knew Austin would be that right away. 
Oh, dear God, stop. We did not know that Austin Reeves was going to be this. LeBron has taken credit for everything last few weeks. And uh, look, I get it. Austin Reeves uh, did a great job yesterday. I mean, this is how demoralizing it is. In the fourth quarter, listen to this. On the floor, Austin Reeves hitting shots, and I have to hear this. Well, I mean... Why, why can't Austin Reeves have some confidence, man? He could have some confidence, but I'm saying that's how poorly things went late in the game. And I'm not knocking Reeves. He had a great, great How poorly things went for the Grizz? For the Grizzlies, yes. Well, I, I, well here's the thing. I don't, I don't know that the John Morant injury affects how the Grizz pay defense. I mean, where the hell was Dylan Brooks? Where the hell was Desmond Bain? Like, I mean, even if you're struggling offensively, you can always hang your hat on the defensive side of the court. Well, they Jared, said. Jack, Jared Jackson, who's supposed to be defensive player of the year, like, where are you defensively in terms of Austin Reeves being able to get some of those floaters in the lane? With the, but they talked about the fact, first of all, Jaron Jackson had a really good game on both ends. I'm not going to knock him. He didn't take bad fouls. He did what he was supposed to do. You want to knock the other two defensively, that's fine. But they said after the game, we're going to let – those two guys beat us. Let's see if they can I'm do not it again. Say, first of all, I'm not going to say anybody had a good game when you were held scoreless in the last two minutes and 40 seconds of the game. I don't give a damn that you had 30 points. That doesn't matter to me. Do you show up when your team needs you to show up? And without Steven Adams, without Brandon mm-hmm. Clark, without John Moran, who's got to be the guy? It's got to be 3J, and it's got to be Desmond Bain. And both of those guys were MIA. You might as well put them on the back of a milk carton. Here you are coming up with all of these excuses for the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm tired of it. I, Give the oh, Lakers stop. their flowers. The Lakers did a great job to They win did a the great game. job on both but ends of the not, court. But Why are we disparaging like- Austin Reeves? This is a guy that played really good basketball in the absence of LeBron James after the All-Star break. He did. He the Lakers are 17 and 7 since the All-Star break. Guess what? Austin Reeves is a big part of that. Yeah. He's a GM. huge part about. So so I'm not surprised <sighs> that he was able to make shots in the fourth quarter. I'm not. There was a question mark on whether or not he could do it, but based on what I had seen with this team and how it was constituted in the absence of LeBron James, those guys logging those minutes down the stretch in the regular season, which was essentially playoff basketball for the Lakers, no margin for error for this team. Yeah, I'm not surprised that some of those guys, even though they hadn't been in those spots, could step up and make shots. I'm not. Now, the guy you should be giving more credit to, AD was terrific yesterday. I'm not going to knock that. AD Man, he made me hold my breath in the second quarter, dude. I know. I mean, when he's, go, when he's going breath, out with the, hey. with the shoulder injury, yep. the organization but calling you know him a stinger, I was I'm scared not, as hell. He said, I'm not moving my arm. I understand all that second half. He was great. He was he, great. He absolutely did everything yeah. he was supposed to do. Listen, the, at halftime yesterday, it was the nightmare scenario for the Lakers. Like, you could, you could have been looking at the potential of their playoff run being over before it even started. But instead, AD's out there starting the second half and made his presence felt. I thought he was great defensively, yep. especially early. I thought he did everything he needed to do. I, I don't think it's a bad defensive game plan for Memphis to say, if Rui Hachimura is going to shoot like that and score 29, I mean, let's see him do it again. But Memphis has got their hands full right now. Am I, am I tapping out on our wager yet? Because of what we saw yesterday. Well, I'll tell you what. After the game, this gave me pause. Listen to John Morant after the game. Very tough. Um, stressful. Obviously, I feel like you know you guys can tell with you know my body language and 
stuff now, you know, how I'm pretty much, you know, taking, you know, what happened in. I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, pretty much numb to everything now. It's like I'm not even surprised. It's one thing after another. You can point to any number that you want all along about the Lakers winning game one. They're like 24-2, and two, something like that, yeah. or with LeBron. 27-2. and two. 27. Oh dear God, I'm sorry that I shortchanged them. Yeah. The point is, that. they're rolling in those scenarios. Point for me, that bothered me the most of anything. That sounded like a defeated individual. It doesn't, it sounds like it's very much in jeopardy for game two. And Chris, we have talked about the maturity of John Morant and the maturity of the Memphis Grizzlies or the lack thereof. That sounded to me like a real lack of maturity of somebody like, oh dear God, what else can go wrong for me? Well, you, the other day, you just filed suit against the other kid, and that was a stupid thing to do, to let a story keep going that, frankly, you put yourself in a bad situation to begin with by making that a story the first time around. Uh, the maturity factor, if you're asking me if I'm really worried about the Grizzlies, obviously Morant's health is one. Maturity is 1A right now. Yeah, it's hard to look at John Moran as a sympathetic figure at all of this, even though it's an unfortunate break for the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll see what happens as the series continues to unfold. The x-rays were negative on Ja's hand, but it doesn't sound like he's going to play in game two on Wednesday night. But the other thing that's hard for me to digest if I'm watching this series and I'm looking at the reaction to the Grizz after game one, Desmond Bain, what are you doing? Desmond Bain, why are you being critical of Rui Hachimura and say, oh, it's probably the best game of his career and let's yeah, see dumb. if he can do it again? again why, why, are you do, why are you doing that yep. when you fail to show up? Like the, your team needed you to show up in a big way because of John Morant's injury and you were a ghost. Yep. Why are you disparaging an opposing player? First of all, one of the things you got to understand in postseason basketball ain't about the other guys. It's about your guys mm-hmm. and focusing on your business, your plan for success. Now the Lakers have come into your building and stolen home court advantage with a game one win. And they're essentially money in a seven-game series when LeBron James is healthy all the, the entire series. They, they, they don't lose after they win game one. So I'm just I'm surprised that the Memphis Grizzlies are taking this kind of tack, this kind of tone after game one. I get that you got to have a swagger. you got to have that belief in yourself. But right now it's borderline arrogance. And, and, and going up against – a more than capable opponent with championship DNA in the Los Angeles Lakers, I don't think Taylor Jenkins, their head coach, wants to hear that kind of nonsense. And I don't think that's the attitude that's going to allow them to take back control of this series. That is the thing that, above all else, really concerns me right now about what's going on with Memphis. You couldn't have said it any better. And look, when the Lakers win game one, they have not lost a playoff series since 1991. Yeah. Pretty good. That was Michael Jordan That's in pretty the good. finals. That is pretty good. I am not tapping out because I think that would be gutless on my part. I, I just think it's the, the financially responsible thing to do. Like, what would Cheryl say in this situation? Your wife would be disappointed that I extended this olive branch away for you to wiggle out of this bed somewhat with your wallet no, intact I, and your chin held high. Just admit, admit you, admit you made a, multiple chins. Admit you made a mistake. That's all you have to do. No, I'm not doing that yet. Okay. Right. I, I, so, so no John Morant in game two. Now, they haven't announced that, but if it comes out over the next couple of days that John good. Morant is, play, is not playing in game two. I don't feel you good. You think there's a chance in hell that the Memphis Grizzlies can win four straight 
and for you to win the bet? Because keep in mind, well, they don't have even to win four they, straight. They, they can do win four out of five. Well, I mean, if if they don't, if John Morant doesn't play in game two, oh, they're okay. gonna lose game yeah. two. No, I. They're listen, gonna lose game two. So I, you think the Grizz I, would be capable all, of winning four straight games? Because if it goes seven, I win, no matter who wins the series. Yes. If the Lakers win, I win the bet. Yeah. So do you feel confident if John Moran is ruled out in game two that the Memphis Grizzlies games three through six can win all of those games? How could I feel confident? Okay. I so wouldn't say I'm so confident. That's, so that's my point. Take the buyout. Take the, take the olive branch that I'm extending you. And keep it pushing. Just no. admit you made a mistake. It's no. okay. Not doing it that. happens. Not doing that. All right. Because I and secondly, I do think I do think that they would have a chance without Ja in terms of game two. Not for the, <laughs> not for the whole series. Why are you wait, 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 hang on a second here? What is Memphis the last few years without Ja? They have played exceptionally well without Ja the last few years. Wait a years. minute, exceptionally well. No, 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 no. Man, last put, year they were like twenty and a lot five. On this season they are eleven and ten without Ja Morant. But they are worst on the offensive end and the defensive end. Stop trying to do this whole narrative thing with the Memphis Grizzlies without Ja Morant. Stop for it. For one game? Stop it. No. Not, I mean, listen, if he's out for a length, a lengthy part of the series. Of course they're in trouble. If they lose game two, of course my bet's in trouble. Of course, of course, of course. All I'm saying is we know that I am not gutless physically or, you know, emotionally. And from that standpoint, I go down with the ship. They say pride comes before the fall. Well, that's a that's a. Then we're taking a dive, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what a, that's, we're doing. It's going to be a painful fall for you. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. We are just getting started. We've got some football to get to. We've got the Knicks to get to. We've got so much coming your way. Up next, there are three... Big New York football stars not checking in for off-season workouts. That's a problem. Greeny, ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. ESPN NFL reporter Kimberly Martin joining us on set. First of all, we talk about the debacle of the Love is Blind situation last night. Oh, <laughs> Let me tell you guys, listen. I'm so, first of all, the last week I've been in three different cities on different things, so I was already tired, but I was so committed. Like, I got to see things through. The amount of time I spent staring at that hang tight screen on Netflix was like, we'll be with you in one second. Yeah, oh. we're, yeah, like, but I watched it. I stayed up and I watched it, which is why it I It didn't go on until like midnight, right? Eastern? No, no, no. It's like nine something. Okay. It was supposed to start at eight. Didn't, I don't think we were able to see it until like nine, almost 9.30. Um, Did you that is commitment screen. for so. Did you stare at the yeah. screen the whole time? You know what? I was doing some stuff and I realized, I literally tweeted like, I can't believe I've been staring at, like the TV's been on this blank Netflix screen for over an hour. Like, what does this say about me as a human? Um, and millions of other people. Um, but no, they teased us for so many weeks about here's the reunion, here's the reunion. Gosh darn it, I needed the reunion. Well, but what it says is that you're not alone, basically, <laughs> not as you just said. Because <laughs> a lot of people not happy mm-hmm. with Netflix today. It's why Bubba's out, I'm told by Cam. Yeah. He's so devastated. I heard Mina Kimes was very upset as oh, well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, people are trying to watch it now, and, they've been, and I, they said that you can't watch the re-air until like 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock this afternoon. They're like trying to get on Netflix wow. now. Come on. This is... They are fumbling Thank God they did not get the NFL Sunday tickets. Listen, we'd all be in trouble. Right? We'd all be in trouble. Uh, Let's start with Saquon Barkley. He's not uh, reporting for voluntary workouts. Hasn't signed the franchise tag. Mm -hmm. Is it outlandish to think that there's a possibility that before the draft next week, the Giants might entertain trading him? Oh, I think at this point, listen... I think at this point, anything's on the table, right? They would obviously like to have him. The unfortunate thing about the Saquon situation is that they both sides were talking during the season. And the Giants offered him more money, um, and he didn't want to take it, which is fine. That's totally his right. But now that he's on the tag, it's, it's for less. Um, I think in hindsight, he's probably wishing he had taken, you know, the 13, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because like, mm-hmm. at least you'd have been in a better spot. But I think, unfortunately, the priority was clearly getting Daniel Jones mm. locked up. We can debate whether that was the right priority or not. Depending, you know, people can feel however they want. Um, but that was the priority for the Giants. Um, if you're a team, to me, like, I would love to see Saquon in Buffalo. Like, I would love to see him. Um, That's the place I was thinking of, frankly. You know, like, so could something happen? Sure. I think as of right now, the Giants would love to get him back under the fold. Like, get him signed and get get um, a situation where they both are happy. Um, I don't see how that's But you know what I'm saying? But that's the problem. It's like somebody's got to give and concede when you're dealing with contracts. And I think Saquon just has to deal with it. Yeah, going back to those negotiations during the season, it feels like the Giants 
I guess were willing to give Saquon that extra money just because there was so much uncertainty with what they were going to do with Daniel Jones and the flexibility of having the franchise tag available would have made things a little bit more palatable in terms of giving Saquon Barkley an extra million on the average annual value of the contract that they ultimately ended up giving him. That's neither here nor there. My curiosity with Saquon's contract negotiation is how does that impact what happens with Dexter Lawrence moving forward? Well, here's the thing. Even with the Jets and Giants, you've got a lot of guys that deserve to be paid. Yeah. There's only so much money that, that you can allocate to – you know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah, that's but the, an all-pro defensive tackle, you got to pay that No, guy. no, no, 1,000%. But that's what's so fascinating to watch because this is a new regime – and that's why I was curious what they would do with Daniel Jones as well. Like, what's the commitment there? What's the commitment to Saquon? Because these are two new guys coming in, realizing they have to restructure, rebuild. And instead, they make the playoffs. Guys like Dexter Lawrence playing well. Saquon playing well. Daniel Jones playing better than we've seen. Mm. And now some, some tough decisions have to be made. I think Dexter, how Dexter Lawrence would not be a priority for them, I don't see how it can. I think he's, he has to be more of a priority than Saquon. As far as where you're going to go, yeah. that, that's is. the reality of the yep. position. Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in Fort Greeny today. Uh, Quinn and Williams of the Jets, same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, at the moment, tied to what happens with Aaron Rodgers, however that contract gets worked out before they can actually get a deal done? And does that feel like something that they are going to be far apart on or not? Well, we're about to see if they're going to be far apart. Um, at the owners' meetings, Joe Douglas was saying, you know, there's no time, there's no exact timeline mm-hmm. on getting something done. Which, but he did say that he did say that he had a, a very good conversation with Quinnen Williams' agent Nicole Lynn. If you're Quinnen, well, I'm not going to put words in his mouth. I know if I were Quinnen, like, there's no exact timeline. Like, let's get this going. Because you see that Aaron Rodgers, like, all attention is focused on trying to get this trade done with mm. Aaron Rodgers. I don't think one precludes the other. Um, but I think if you're a player of Quinn and Williams' um, stature. If Meaning the best defensive tackle in all of football? Like, I mean, like, when you talk, like, disruptor isn't even, like, a good enough word. Like, that guy was a, a straight-up beast last year. And one of the – why were the uh, – excuse me, why were the Jets – this close to making the playoffs, despite Zach Wilson, that whole thing, despite losing Mike White and all that, because that defense, you know, and, and Quinton Williams is a big part of that. So if I think this, he, ha, he is a priority and he should be a priority. The market, listen, the market is what it is. You got to pay these guys when they've shown that they deserve to be paid. I just think if it were me and our Quinton, I'd be like, okay, I get that we need our quarterback, but we also need to pay up as well. Talking to Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter in Kmart, we saw our guy DeAndre Hopkins Mm -hmm. on the All Things Covered podcast over the weekends. Let it be known on social media that he wasn't interested in a raise off of his current contract. Also, let it be known on the podcast that he has no interest in playing for the Patriots or the Jets, Mm -hmm. would consider playing for the Bills or the Chiefs. Chiefs, What ultimately ends up happening with DeAndre Hopkins uh, in the days leading up to the NFL draft? Well, I hope that for his sake, the Chiefs and Bills decide that they want. Because honestly, I, when I look at DeAndre Hopkins, I think a team that is on the cusp of, of being a legit contender. Like, that's the team. Like, to me, he's a luxury piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but if you're a luxury piece, this again is the Odell thing. It's sort of like if you're a luxury piece, I'm not surprised that the Jets weren't willing to go where the Ravens went. It's like, we, don't, we would love to have you, but we don't necessarily need you. Mm. I was texting with the GM yesterday 
um, and said, you know, like, who wants DeAndre? Like, what's the market for this guy? And he said, nobody. Not at 19 million. Wow. Not at 19 million. And I think, you know, uh, obviously quarterbacks would love – ask any quarterback in the league, would you want to have DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, sure, because he's a, he's a proven stud. But when it comes down to when you factor in age, when you factor in the position, when you factor in roster constraints as a front office, as a GM, and you're trying to plan for now but also the future – that you might say, like, I don't really want to allocate that much money to this guy at this position when we have other roster concerns. I think he really is a luxury piece. I could talk, I mean, I could see him in, with the Chiefs. You could see anybody with the Chiefs, right? No doubt. I think in Buffalo, yeah, that's, a, that's another guy. I don't think Buffalo needs him. Mm-hmm. But, again, that goes back to the luxury piece, and you're not paying 19 for that. Yeah. Okay, Mark, good stuff. Appreciate it. Thank you, it. guys. Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us. Canty and Carlin in Fort Greene on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can help you protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. And if something wasn't mentioned that you had in mind, find out if it can be covered at Progressive.com at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE, because it probably can be. All right. We saw a lot this weekend in Game 1s of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. So let's get to Canty's top five things. Hello! He saw in Game 1. Hit the music! Here's Canty with the top five. Number five. Do we have the number five sound? Number five. There we go. Kings, Warriors, big fella by far the best game of the weekend. Sign me up for six more of those. 24 lead changes, 10 lead changes in the fourth quarter alone. The Stars played big. It was a back-and-forth ball game. Nobody had a lead that was bigger than 10 points, which is always entertaining. But, big fella, when it comes to the Stars, yeah, there was no star that was bigger than De'Aaron Fox. Yep, 38 points in his playoff debut. Tied for the second most points in a playoff debut in NBA history. 29 of those points came in the second half. What do I say about competitive greatness? Being at your best when your best is required, that was De'Aaron Fox. It was outstanding to watch. And the best part about it is his wife was courtside there to celebrate with him, the big win in Sacramento. And she's weeks off of delivering their first child. Hmm. Pretty awesome to have that scene if you're De'Aaron Fox. But that was the one of the best things I saw in game one of round one in the playoffs. You know what I thought? Steph rushed the shot a little bit. I thought he had like another half second before he had to get it off. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox did not rush that no, three point not. down the stretch. He, he did, did not, not rush that shot. Yeah. Next. Number four. Jalen Brunson's second half against the Cavs. Now, this was a guy that was limited to nine minutes in the first half because he got into foul trouble, picked up two quick fouls in the first, another in the second. He ends up having three fouls. Of course, Tibbs has got to sit him. That's no problem because he proceeds to drop 21 points in the second half, and the biggest of which happened to be that dagger inside a minute left off of the Isaiah Hartenstein offensive rebound. That was a huge play put the Knicks up for, and then Julius Randle flies in for another big offensive rebound down the stretch, which ultimately ended up sealing the game. The Cavs had the foul. They play that game, and they come up on the losing side of it. But an outstanding road win for the New York Knicks. This is not the same Knicks team that we saw a couple of years ago in the first round against the Atlanta Hawks. This is a different group, and Jalen Brunson is a big reason why. The way he controls the tempo of the game. The Knicks have not had a point guard that has that ability for a really long time. It's really impressive to watch. Next. Number three. Playoff Jimmy. You know who he is. (laughs) Big Face Coffee. 
Mr. Michelob Ultra. Yes, that guy. How, Playoff Jimmy. How have we not heard from Amber Wilson yet? Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm expecting <laughs> her to call in any second now. But Jimmy Butler dropped 29 points into the assists. Through the first three quarters. Through the first three quarters. Huge upset win for the Miami Heat. And you realize it was a game that they had to have, big fella, especially with Giannis going out with that injury, that back contusion. They had to steal a game. They had to find a way to get home court advantage. And they did it in game one. Listen, the Bucs were the more rested team, but there's an argument to be made that they were the more rusty team. And the, and the Heat took full advantage of that, and Jimmy Butler was front and center. And considering that he did a lot of that damage with Tyler Hero out of the lineup because of the broken hand, really impressive performance by Jimmy. Look at us. You're saying nice things about the Heat. I know. I'm, not used, to, I'm not used to that. Next. That's, that's Number Kawhi two. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. 38 points on 54% shooting in 41 and a half minutes played. I don't know which one is more impressive. His ability to do damage in the mid-range, the fact that he scored 38 points, the fact that he played over 41 minutes, or the fact that he held Kevin Durant without a field goal attempt in clutch time in the fourth quarter. The final five minutes of the game, KD didn't take a shot. Didn't take a shot. And Kawhi was the primary defender on Kevin Durant. I don't want to overreact to what I saw. But Kawhi Leonard, based on what I saw in that game, has now returned to being the best two-way player in the entire NBA. If he can defend the way that he showed yesterday and he can score the way that he showed yesterday, the Clippers are a live dog to pull off the upset against the Phoenix Suns. That is just a fact. I think we're, uh, I think we're done, aren't we? Yeah, no, we're we done. got one more. No, we don't. We got one more. No, we don't have number one. one. There we go. The Lake Show. How could they not be number one? Right. Let's go. Let's nice. go. Listen, the Lakers had four, four players, count them, four to score 20-plus points. First time that's happened in a playoff game since 1988. That's a long damn time ago. L.A. outscored the Grizzlies 15 to nothing in the final two minutes and 40 seconds of the game. It was an impressive performance, and the fact that you had two other guys outside of LeBron James and Anthony Davis step up the way they did, Rui Hachimura knocking down open shots, and then you had Austin Reeves taking control of the game in the fourth quarter. I mean, fantastic performance by the Lakers, and at this point, how could you not see them as the team to beat in this series? Like, we knew that they were the favorites coming into this series, but now it would be a shock if they didn't win this series. And I don't know that we could have said that a week ago. I thought we were done. We're not done? No, no, no. we're done now. Lakers, that, those were the top five things I saw game one, round one of the playoffs. I thought they were all going to be Laker-related. Did, did I have any glaring omissions? No, any I don't misses? think so. I thought it was a pretty solid list. There, okay. was, there, was, there was no glaring omissions. I will have uh, bottom five things that we saw this weekend coming up a little can bit I, later. Can I give an show. honorable mention to one guy? Sure. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I usually it, don't give honorable no, mention to a guy I, I that shot three and 19 exactly. from the field. But, but what yep. he did down the stretch defensively, yeah. And being able to get rebounds and, and block shot like I and ice the was game just, by throwing the ball off. It was of, uh, Devin Booker. Was. Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. Yeah, it was yeah. just an impressive performance by Russ. And shout out to Ty Lue for having the confidence to stay with that guy, even though he shot three and nine. That's a great point because listen, when he had gone, I think it was three for fifteen at one point. Yeah, and he goes to the bench. I didn't think we we're seeing him again. And then you look up and he's coming in to take Hawaii spot. Yeah, like, what are we doing? But you know what? He made those winning plays. You're right. Canty and Carlin in Fort Greene on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The Knicks did take a major step forward toward exercising their Donovan Mitchell demons. Can it continue? We will discuss 
in moments. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. Brunson drives, floats it off the glass and in. 27 for Jalen Brunson. He's a $200 million player. Like He's a legit star. And I think he's, to me, put the Knicks in a position where win or lose this series. They look like they're a star away. Looking forward to hitting Knicks heat round two. Should be great. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The free AutoZone FixFinder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All jokes aside, they were absolutely great the other day. Yeah. Absolutely great on Saturday. You had to be incredibly encouraged by what you saw. Um, We understand that... Uh, Randall being back obviously helped with, what, 19 and 10. Um, Brunson was amazing, as he is. Canty, uh, for me, it's Josh Hart. Mm. Josh Hart has been so much of a difference maker for this team and has made such an incredible impact. It just really changes the dynamic of everything in terms of their depth, in terms of all of it. That was a very, very good game one win for the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, you had three players off the Knicks bench that allowed you, that played 20 plus minutes. And, and that was the big difference to me in game one was the depth. Now, you didn't think that Jalen Brunson was going to get into early foul trouble and that you were going to have to play quick as much as you did. But you had confidence that quickly could step up because we've seen him in big spots. The, the one most notably, that, that performance, that outburst where he went for 40 plus against the Boston Celtics late in the regular season. So, I mean, the fact that you have so much depth, the fact that your bench was able to give you 37 points to the Cavs, 14 points off the bench, I thought was a huge difference in the outcome of that game on Saturday. Another big difference was the Knicks 
being able to pound the Cavs on the offensive glass. 17 offensive rebounds for the Knicks led to 23 second-chance points. You can't give that up as a team and expect that you're going to win in the postseason in the NBA. The fact that the Knicks were able to out-hustle the Cavs in a lot of ways, offensive rebounds, defensively being able to force the turnovers. The Knicks had 26 points off of 14 Cavs turnovers. They didn't miss. When it came to getting steals, when it came to generating turnovers, they were able to turn those into points for – they were able to turn that into easy offense. And I think that's going to be the key for the Knicks in this series – Can their bench continue to give them substantial contributions? Josh Hart being front and center of that. Can they continue to win when it comes to the hustle stats? That means points off of turnovers and second-chance opportunities on the offensive glass. Well, that's the thing. 17 offensive rebounds. That's the one that really jumps out, especially when an offensive rebound basically seals the game for you. with Two offensive rebounds at the end of the game because the Isaiah Hartenstein offensive rebound led to the Jalen Brunson – Eight-foot jumper, yep. which is essentially the dagger. Yep. So, I mean, you had two offensive rebounds inside the last minute mm-hmm. that decided the game. Yep. And those are the plays that you need. And here's the thing. You're getting offensive rebounds against Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, two outstanding rebounders. And, big fella, I will tell you this. Early on, I thought that game was going to go a different way because I thought the Cavs had a decided advantage inside. When I saw Evan Mobley miss his own shot in the middle of the lane, get the rebound over Mitchell Robinson and duck it on his head, I was like, if he continues to play like that and then you know what you're getting from Jared Allen, a double-double, like this is going to be a problem for the Knicks. But they were able to neutralize that pair by and large. Like the Knicks played big inside, and I just didn't expect to see that from the combination of Hartenstein, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson. So Jay Williams this morning on KJM giving you the Knicks ceiling now in the playoffs. The matchup between the Cavs and the Knicks, like to me, is so live just because so many Knicks fans, all they wanted was to go in for Donovan Mitchell. Like, I, I thought they should have went in for it. I thought they should have given up R.J. Barrett and some other pieces. But hearing the chatter on social media about people revisiting that while I'm watching Jalen Brunson, who is the epitome of kiss, keep it simple, stupid, is what we say in basketball. 24-7 and the way Julius Randle played, yo, the Knicks could bind themselves in the Eastern Conference Finals. Only way that happens is yeah. if the Miami Heat beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Exactly. That's the only way that happens. Yeah, and that so has we'll, a lot we'll to do to, with Giannis. We'll have to see what ends up happening with Giannis. But, I mean, it's crazy to think that we're talking about the Knicks going on a deep playoff run, like getting out of round one. I just didn't think that they matched up well against the Cavs just because the Cavs have an all-NBA caliber player in Donovan Mitchell, and I thought the Cavs had the advantage inside. But that didn't bear itself out in game one. And listen, let's not go revisionist history on it either because we were still talking about Donovan Mitchell after Jalen Brunson had already signed. Yeah. This was still very much a possibility. Yeah, the Brunson move didn't preclude yeah. the Knicks from going after Absolutely not. Yeah. And so it's not a case of would I rather have one or the other. You ended up okay. Yeah, but, there's but, you, no doubt. Ended, but you could have ended up better. Right. You're, and the whole point is like, one of the big pieces Ugh. that would have been included in a package for Donovan Mitchell would have been R.J. Barrett. And Dear he was God. absolutely miserable on Saturday. So he was bad. awful. 2 of 12 from the field. He was a self-check. They didn't even have to I mean, guard Chris, him on the perimeter. Chris, he's still so, so young. And, but if, what if is he, 2022? 20, 23, maybe? Yeah. Is he hit 23? Anyway, he... Um, Chris, even if that's the case, like I was thinking to myself, God, if you put another two years on him and he had this contract and this was the performance, like that contract would be borderline untradeable. It's a bad contract. (laughs) It's a bad contract. It really is right now. Having said all of that. He's 22 years old. There is nothing to feel bad about. 
Mm. right now. You have to feel really good. And I would say that you could be as encouraged as you have been for a long time. A couple of years ago was working your way back and getting into some positivity and then a step back. But right now you feel like, all right, we're, we can win this playoff series. When, and I do think it's going to be a long series nonetheless, but you have to feel great about what transpired yesterday. No doubt about it. The Knicks have a more than a puncher's chance in this series. Uh, there's no question they have that. So much more to come, including the five worst things that we saw over the weekend in the NBA playoffs. There were only five. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.